Welcome to the 10 Minute Life Coach, or what was the 10 Minute Life Coach. This is the feed that's still alive for the podcast that was the 10 Minute Life Coaching Podcast. In that podcast, you received a life lesson in 10 minutes. 10 minutes hit the mark and bam, the lesson was over before we went into any of the promotional or salesy stuff. And it was a pretty good run of 150 episodes with a four and a half year hiatus between 44 and 45, or 43 and 44, I should say. And so what you have right now is a bit of a buffer. We decided to keep the theme alive coming up soon with a 10-minute life lesson podcast, a name to be announced, Some probably 10-minute life lessons. But what we're doing right now is going through some lessons learned, and we're just doing it in a riff fashion to kind of get the thoughts down, if you will. Uh, 150 episodes published of the 10-minute life coach, and we're talking about that lesson by lesson. This is lesson number seven. Quick rundown of the six lessons we have so far. And by the way, we had 11 total titles when we mixed them all together of chapter ideas. And we'll probably keep it at that. We may extend it slightly if we find something that should be its own idea. But here are a recap of the six before, and we'll move on to lesson number seven. There are no particular order as they went down, just as ideas were taken down. Lesson number one was it's all about the learning. Lesson number two was creativity can be overrated. Lesson number three is change is necessary and good for business. Lesson number four is it's okay to start over and pretend it never ended. Lesson number five was thank those who inspire you. And lesson number six is vet your sources. Lesson number seven, debuting at this point for what's episode 157, technically of the 10-Minute Life Coach. It's the seventh lesson of the lessons learned, is entitled Be Real even if it means authentic. Now, this is something that I sort of just learned, not exactly out of being happy about it. This is something that I just sort of had to take in as we went through, as the word authenticity and the thought of being authentic is totally overused in the world of everything, including the world of podcasts. Every podcaster talks about being authentic and authenticity. It's it's a, just a overblown buzzword at this point that doesn't necessarily mean what it means by definition. It's it's a buzzword. It's something that you use as a code to say that oh by the way this is the real me and this is why you should listen to what's going on, and that's great if it's the real you and why someone should listen to what's going on, but it's based on the bloodied word of the life of a podcaster doing the autistic thing and going a little bit too deep. So authenticity is great if you really are, are really are authentic, but it's really about being real. Presentation is about being real. Letting people know what's going on, how things are going. A lot of the things that are being done in the sake of authenticity is essentially a lot of showy, flashy stuff to look into the inside world of stuff that really isn't all that inside. It's really more planned than anything. I heard a story the other day about an Instagram mommy blogger who had a shot of her uh, doing something, holding her kid up while cooking her meal uh, in just the perfect hair and makeup. When in reality, what happened is the lady was working on her hair and makeup or a hair and makeup person was working on that while the nanny was taking care of the baby and the camera guy was setting things up and the personal chef was cooking the meal, preparing the stuff. And when all was ready to be done, the cameraman hit the camera, did some videos and did some snapping of the perfectly manicured lady taking the baby 
which with no nanny being seen in sight, and sauntering down to the kitchen where the food was basically 75% done, and she finishes up. And what you get is pictures of a perfect authenticity, a perfect life of a woman who can just kind of get it all done, when in actuality, she's famous enough and wealthy enough to have other people do the bits and pieces for her. That's the authenticity that isn't authentic. That becomes a problem in podcasting, in presenting, in life. Now, back in the day before anyone had the power to project themselves into the world in video and audio, it really took a lot of effort, a lot of money, a lot of time to become a celebrity, become a personality. So it was the push of the studio or push of whoever group was behind you to make things happen. That's why the early days of movies was really the studio's business. It was you worked for a studio that pushed out so many movies based on your contract. It wasn't a personality driven thing. It was how much money does the studio make and how much money can they make from you? Now, anybody can do their own thing. Literally, anyone can do their own thing at any time. And so there is a glut of talent out there. And we're learning just how good some of that amateur talent is just because you're not getting paid buku money for what you're doing doesn't mean you don't have any general talent or awesome talent but there is still a market level for what people will pay for and what they will pay for it so when you're presenting yourself however you present yourself in real life or in these things here it's important to be real or if you're playing a character let people know the character is what's being played so they don't feel like they're being played when they find out something about you isn't on the up and up. So while the buzzword may be authenticity, maybe being authentic, I like to think it's about being real. And it's more than just the, you know, I, the whole I'm keeping it real type five that we had about eight or nine years ago when everything was about keeping it real and just being a little, you know, to be honest, ugly and just kind of raw because realness was raw and ugly. That's something that we've moved well past, and we hope we move well past. Sometimes the conditions in life, right now, officially, it looks that way, where a lot of people are being really ugly to each other for no apparent reason, except now is the time to be ugly to each other. But keeping it real, being real with people, being real with your life and your reality is an important driver, I believe, and what I learned from doing all these podcasts. There were plenty of times early on, especially where I went really deep into detail about what was going on, because that's what was happening in the other podcast. But because I was given the lesson up front, I was doing a lot, a lot, a lot of speaking on the back end, which extended the podcast to a 20 minute, 10 minute podcast. When I reconfigured it and got a little tighter with it and better with it, it turned into a 12, 13 minute, 10 minute podcast. And before, like before, the lesson was in the first 10 minutes, so you got what you came coming for. And if you stayed around for the sales stuff, that was always great. And, of course, we checked the stats to see who sticked around and who didn't. However, I was always real and authentic and honest and open with what was going on in my life, sometimes in the lessons, sometimes in the aftermath as things went on. When things got tough, especially trying to get that first year in, when we had to drop off, I let you know how things happened. When we came back, we did a quick explanation of wow, how it happened, then moved on, which, of course, brings us back to the past lesson we talked about, which is, of course, number four. It's okay to start over and pretend like it never happened. We started over, acted like nothing happened but a little blip, and then 
explained it further on. But we told you that it was Mikkel, who I've brought up three million times in the last couple of weeks, uh, who reached out to me on social media and said, you know, hey, you should bring that thing back. So we brought it back. We toyed around with it and it grew even greater. And I thank him for that. But that was something that I honestly shared with you often. When things got really rough at home, dealing with issues with the baby, who is no longer really a baby at this point, six years old, the other baby, who is also no longer a baby, he's 23 years old, and, of course, my baby, my wife, who went through a last year of hell in with medical stuff, it became a part of me and a part of what I was teaching you out there. You know, everyone out there, your trainer, your coach, your teachers, they are humans. They have things going on, great and not so great, grand and not so grand, awesome and totally not awesome in their lives. And that affects what they can deliver to you. Sometimes you go to a performance and the person performing just doesn't have it in them that day. And it happens. And sometimes it's as simple as they're not feeling well, they're ha- it's a cold, or it's they just uh, a, a stomach ache, something simple like that. Sometimes they're going through very serious emotional something, and it takes a toll on them. Some really prime examples have happened in the last couple of years, in sports particularly. You always hear the story on the aftermath of how things happen and people go through it. Last year, it was a big story about Isaiah Thomas, who was playing for the Celtics last year, as the Celtics were uh, an amazing team, and the young player was helping turn the tide on that team and take them as far as possible in the playoffs. His sister died uh, within the time frame of a playoff game, and his the team was able to fly him out there between one of the rounds. He had missed one game, I believe, and come back to come back and keep the team alive uh, later on. These are stories you hear all the time about teammates or, or, or people with family members, and they rushed them back to take care of them and get them back on the field last minute. And it means something for those type of people because they're rich, they're famous, they're really, really important to the team and necessary to what's going on. So they will get all the combinations they need. Sometimes us on the down end of the podcasting scale and on the personality scale don't get that, but it's still important for you to know what the needs are and unfortunately many people will turn look down on folks for being honest with what's going on because who cares what they need although they will care about the needs of the kardashians a lot of people care about the needs of the kardashians but some a lot of those people don't particularly care about the needs of their neighbors down the street or sometimes their family members in their own homes in contrast on that this year, in 2018, we just wrapped up the NBA Finals for this year, which, oddly enough, the fourth matchup between the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. And this time, Cle- uh, Golden State took out Cleveland, again, should say. So they now have two in a row, the three out of the last four. And the big storyline on this one was essentially the storyline for the last four, where the supporting cast with the Cleveland Cavaliers didn't have enough to match up with the massive cast of the Golden State Warriors. So LeBron James had to play essentially by himself to keep them in the hunt. However, after a very strange ending to the first game in the series where Cleveland should have won or had a good chance to win on a night LeBron broke three world records, three historic records, and they lost. Frustration hit LeBron, and he apparently punched a chalkboard or whiteboard or something in the locker room and broke his hand. 
and played the final three games of the series with a broken hand, which we had no knowledge of until he came out with a cast at the end of the final game, telling us what happened and, of course, alerting us to why, even though we had massive numbers for most of the games that they played, why he was a little bit off after game one. We care. People really care. People care so much that they they started to, some who hated him saw some sympathy. Some who loved him saw a little bit of weakness in the whole tirade. And it turned into a long discussion in sports talk radio and in some of the mainstream media about the passion of one guy and how one thing makes a difference. But knowing that he had a broken hand does change your perspective even if it doesn't change the outcome of the series. But it does make you get a little bit of thought about the process behind that. So being real, letting people in on what's going on, the background, the backdrops, the back end, if you will, of things, is awesome. You're seeing a lot of that online with people who are doing video-type stuff uh, where they're showing you behind-the-scenes things. And, yeah, it's part of their sales pitch. It's part of the, what's going on by showing you what's what's there. But it does show you an insight of how things are going on in their real world. Remember, their world, their real world, it's not necessarily the same real world you are because they do have people that show up for photo shoots and batch photography to send out on Instagram for months at a time. But that doesn't mean they don't really hurt. They don't really have problems, don't have issues. When they're telling the stories from the heart of how they had relationship problems or health problems or other issues and a lot of money problems is the big thing we use in all of our our businesses. Money is a big factor between everyone trying to make it big because money is the easiest and I would say the best measure of success is the easiest way to count your points. Scoreboard always wins and money is a big way to do scoreboard, although that does get skewered by what you have to do to make that money. But there's a lot of pain and process that people go through to get places and seeing them talk about it or hearing them talk about it after they get there is a good thing to know that it wasn't just magical to get there. Unfortunately, seeing them talk or seeing them talk about it or hearing them talk about it while they're getting there seems to turn people off, which is the weird thing. Knowing that you're going through the process with someone as opposed to someone telling you from on high that they got there and you can too, tends to freak people out. It's almost ridiculous, but that's just how it is. Hearing someone tell you how they made it is awesome because that means you can make it too. Hearing someone tell you how it sucks right now brings you down because you realize it could suck right now for you too. That's a mental thing that we have to get past. We need to learn how things are going through in process so we can see how we can manage more things in process and maybe even help out those who are going through things. Because sometimes you may have already passed some milestone that someone's going through and you have the key that they have and they could definitely use your help, your support, your love in the issue. It's always great to lend a helping hand because guess what? At some point, you'll probably need a hand lent to you to help you through something. It's how life pretty much works for all of us. If we all are circling around doing our best to take care of each other, the world is a better place. And that includes being real. Now, here's the thing about being real, being authentic, being you, letting people know. If you don't want to share it, don't share it. If you don't want to 
be all in the up and open. Don't be all in the up and open, but don't be fake or false about it and don't make up something. Unless, as we've said before, if you are, quote unquote, a character, if you're playing a character of some sort or character, and that's how you're playing, that's how you're playing. You just let people know on the front end that you're playing a version of yourself and not, you know, doing the real life of yourself. Because some people do wake up and the first thing they do in the morning is put on the eyelashes and the makeup so that they can be seen all day long at, at their perfection. And some people just put on a ball cap, put on some sweats and head out the door and try to get things done as quickly as possible so they can do it without the the images of them looking beautiful and then come back later, pretty themselves up and do all that stuff for show. It's just how things are. I can't say I do the makeup thing because I don't. So appearances is one of the things that I do suffer with. I'm trying to do more on-screen video stuff, and I'm really having an issue with, with the way I look, to be honest. I've had that issue for a while. I'm going to go deeper in that in other programs because it, it falls in line exactly with those programs. But because of that, I'm being really, really hesitant to do more of that stuff because being real in that case is a little scary. And that's something you have to remember as well. It is scary to be vulnerable. It is scary to be open. It is scary to be authentic because people may not take kindly to you in general. I've already talked about people not wanting to hear you talk about what you're going through right now because it makes them sad. But also, maybe they don't want to hear what you went through because they don't want to hear it. Maybe you got there, you're successful, and you're talking about what you had to go through to get there, and they think it's bull. They don't believe it. They think you're making it up for the process. Or they think you're bragging about something. Or they think it's just not something that's possible, that's feasible. You're one of a random set of, of someone who got lucky, who really got lucky, because some people really do get lucky. Some people put in a lot of work and a lot of effort for that chance to come, and they take it. And some people do win the lottery and find ways not to lose the money. That's that's just reality. But some people will take your bad fortune or maybe sometimes your good fortune and just hate you for it. That's how life works as well. That's how we as humans do as well. So being real can be a real pain in those cases, but it's still important to do it. That's the basic rundown on being real. The main theme, the title of the chapter, if it turns into that, is it's a moment. Be real even if it means authentic. And you can take the authentic, it's in quotes as written down here, uh, for however you want it to mean. But it's important that when you are producing these type things, while I was producing these type things, I had to be open, I had to be honest, had to let you know what was going on in the background because I'm teaching you life lessons. So if I'm going to have an issue with a life lesson myself, that doesn't discount the fact that it's a good lesson or that I'm a good teacher or not. It just tells you that this is something I'm working on myself. There were some do as I say, not as I do things that popped out there because maybe the lesson was important to talk about at the moment because it was an issue that I really was dealing with, which means it's an issue that a lot of other folks really need to hear right now. And some things were just things that were well past, things I've already conquered three, four times and were simple, easy things that I had to be real with you and tell you how those situations went down and why this one isn't such a big deal for me personally. But as you're coming up or going on, 
it may come up in your life and here's what you can do about it. Being real with your audience is important. Being real with yourself is also very important. Being real is a key to doing these life coaching things, being that kind of person. So while you may look at the big time gurus and wonder, yeah, are they really pitching something that's absolutely positively positive and possible? I mean, those folks are rich, but they got rich doing whatever. If I were rich, sure, I'd be really happy and positive, but I'm not rich. There's a lot of that going on. Whatever you do, however you present, whether you're presenting as a character or as yourself, be real about it. If you are a character, let folks know that this is not the quote-unquote true you, but is an authentic version that will stay consistent. If it is you pouring out your heart and soul, be wary that people may be out there looking to um, crush your heart and soul, but be real anyway. Thank you for listening to this extended version of the 10-Minute Life Coach, very much extended, uh, extended in life and extended in time. We'll be back next week to present the number eight lesson that I learned from doing all 150 episodes of the Tim and Life Coach. And we thank you for going through as many of the 150 as you did and as many of these as well. You can make contact via the website, which is still live for the moment, timandlifecoach.com. Also, email me directly at jclevenpain at gmail.com. And also, visit the website jclevenpain.net as well. We're working on improving some of those things to make they work make them work out much better. And now that we're consolidating, get rid of some some stuff or to be in the real. We're going through some back end business things that are changing the whole landscape based on some realities that are popping up. The ten minute life coach did make a little money, but wasn't making things profitable. So that's one reason why the ten minute life coach no longer exists and the brands that it was sparking off to keep things afloat. But as we said, we're going to keep the 10-minute life lesson vibe going. On this feed, we hadn't quite figured out the name yet, but we're going to figure it out. By the time we wrap up the 11 episodes of filler, if you will, for the What I Learned episodes. But coming soon, I guess, if this is episode 7, then four or five weeks from now, we should be going back to 10-minute life lessons in some form, probably the exact same form that we had before with a different title. We'll figure that out once we get there. We have a little time. On going down that road. If you need something, reach out. We've had a lot of things in the news, literally right now, as we're going through, where there have been a lot of real serious cases of serious, um, famous people dealing with some big time issues. We've had a couple of famous suicides, really famous suicides, and on the back ends, we've had people not quite as famous who've also committed suicide as well. And as we know, Suicide is not just something for the famous. It's happening every single day all over the place. So if you got this far then and you're needing help with something, reach out. We'll have a conversation. We'll talk over some, some chat. If you're nearby, we'll get a coffee or something, and we'll just talk. Just want someone to talk to, chat about. Um, trust me, people interrupt me all the time to talk and chat about pretty much everything. And I like to think I am maybe not an expert, but can have a conversation with just about anybody on just about anything for at least 10 minutes or so. And then I'll just blink out and let you talk and do your thing. In the meantime, we're not done with this yet. We have other projects and programs as well. Your Better You, 
at yourbetteryou.info is the brand I created a um, few years back to reconsolidate all of this stuff. And it was actually before I even relaunched the 10-Minute Life Coach. And this is my current brand, or will be my current brand once we do some more retooling, that will give you things that will help you stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. That was the original tagline. It's not the exact taglines, but we publish articles, blog posts, on being healthy, being wealthy, being wise. There's also a short podcast, only 90 seconds, called Steps You're Better You, which I'd like you to check out as well. It's taking over this thing, essentially. So go to yourbetteryou.info or search for Steps to Your Better You wherever you catch your podcast, and we are there. Every place but Stitcher, apparently. Stitcher slowed down in the inboarding process as we were trying to get in there. But we're on, we're on um, I'm sorry, not Stitcher, um, Spotify. Spotify slowed down the inboarding process. But we are on Stitcher. Stitcher is one of the most famous places for our podcast. We're on Spreaker. We're on Google Play. We're on uh, iHeartRadio. We're basically any place your pod can get. And, of course, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Check us out. Leave a rating review. We would love that. In the meantime, I'm going to say thank you for just being you. And thank you for being here. And hopefully you'll join us for one more week of these Lessons Learned episodes as I go over what I learned from 150 episodes of the 10-Minute Life Coach Podcast.